readers, welcome to Your Bookstore Besties. We're your hosts, Rachel and Becky, best friends who met while working at an indie bookstore. We love chatting about all things books, and we're so happy that you joined today. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello. Welcome to episode, what is this, seven? Yes. Who knows? I don't know. Um, (laughs) This episode regardless of the number we're going to be talking about our tbr our to be read um for the rest of the year as well as some arcs that may be coming out soon or next year that we're interested in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh but first we have to talk about our fun facts yes <laughs> i remembered <laughs> okay so becky what's your fun fact uh fun fact about me is that i mill my own grain so i take the wheat berries i run them through oh a mill gosh. and i make my own flour it's very hearty bread i actually made some bread yesterday and my little brother texted me today and was like what was that i could eat the whole <laughs> loaf that was very sweet so yeah her bread is very good she has gifted me her bread delicious bread so i laughed because my fun fact is completely in a different direction again (laughs) yours is always like current or like mine is like i only looking at looking at the past i think in the past 10 years i have not been interesting at all so (laughs) all of my fun facts are from like when i was a child no way (laughs) um so my fun fact is um my first international trip do you want to guess where i went have i told you where i went oh um are you a good friend or a bad friend i know you told me is it italy yeah that was one of them okay good friend good friend um so my first international trip was in 2012 and it was the summer before my senior year and i went with my school now it wasn't um like mandatory and we got a discount for like going with the school Mm -hmm. uh but it was only people from the school and like maybe a couple others from like feeder schools but um we went to germany italy and austria and it was one of the best trips I've ever had. It was great for many reasons. But one of them is I met, quote unquote, my best friend there. And I didn't actually meet her there. Um, she and I went to the same middle school. So we were in similar groups, but we were never like in a close friend group together. We were just kind of always acquaintances, like mm-hmm. friends of friends. And then on that trip, her friend that she went with like wasn't a good friend on that trip. So we made her join our like oh, little group. Sweet. We have been inseparable ever since. Shout out Alicia. I know you're listening. (laughs) She listens every week. Um, So yes. uh, So the trip was wonderful for many reasons, but that most of all, um, I was reintroduced to my bestie. My non-bookstore bestie. Yeah. <laughs> don't be offended. Okay, I'm not. Don't worry. Okay, so so we're going to talk about uh, TBR, um, you know, arcs for 2023 a little bit. But at the end, you have to stick around because we are going to do something very fun. Becky, do you want to explain? So fun. Okay. So we mentioned this in a couple episodes ago, but we're each going to present the other person with three books that we want them to read. And they get to pick one of the three and they have to read it. And they're like... A recommendation specifically that we love so yeah yeah and i'm excited we don't know what each other has picked no idea it's going to be a surprise live reaction <laughs> um i think mine uh mine are interesting uh w- we'll have to talk about it a little more later because yeah. i think there was uh, some miscommunication with uh books <laughs> that we, <laughs> we decided to pick um but we'll get there okay so Let's just start with like what book is coming out that you 
like are most anticipating because I have one. Um, well, I wrote down three. <laughs> okay. So, um, I mentioned this book in another episode, but I finally finished it. So I can definitely highly recommend it. But it is The Adventures of Amina Al-Sarifa by Shannon Chakraborty. Um, first book in a series. I don't know how many books are going to be in the series. It's about a lady pirate in the 13th century on the Indian Ocean. Amina is a retired pirate who has a kid now and she's trying to be good and atone for all of her crazy sins of the past. So she spent her 20s being a seafaring adventurer with crazy stories and several husbands. So at the beginning of the story, she's tracked down by a wealthy woman who is the mother of one of her old seamates who died many years ago. The woman says her granddaughter was kidnapped by a European guy who is looking for treasure. So she'll offer her a lot of money if she goes and finds her granddaughter. So Amina feels compelled. She gets her old gang back together for one last hoorah-rah. And it's the beginning of a series. But what I liked about this is that this particular book concludes very well it's not a it's not a cliffhanger although it does open you know for the next book you this particular story concludes well so um that's what i like that there's no cliffhanger so okay that one comes out march 7th um 2023 and it was really great and i highly recommend it okay so um mine one of them i've already mentioned so i won't go on about at length Mm -hmm. but uh secretly yours by tessa bailey i'm very excited for it to Mm -hmm. release that's february 7th 2023 um and i've talked about what that one is about um in a previous episode so make sure to check out show notes for past episodes if you're interested in that one Mm -hmm. uh but just to recap a little bit i adore tessa bailey i would let her hit me with her car Um, how many people can hit you with their car that you'd let (laughs) uh ruth we got ruth ware okay (laughs) the list is growing uh ruth ware tessa bailey um and as well as my next most anticipated book is um called happy place by emily henry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um emily henry is another one of my favorite authors she can be added to the list of people who can hit me with their vehicle (laughs) um i actually just finished this arc two days ago okay um, and I really loved it. It's a second chance um, romance trope, which we talked about tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not one that I really read a lot, but she did it really well. So it's about two um, people, Harriet and Wynne. And uh, Wynne is the guy, Harriet's the girl. And basically they were together for like 10 years and then they broke up um, because they couldn't make things work in their eyes. And uh, now they are invited by their friends for like one last uh hoorah rah, as you call this <laughs> which i've never heard that before um to uh go to this beach cottage in maine because the girl whose dad owns it is selling it and so all the friends get back together at this place that they used to go every summer and that's why it's called happy place and mm-hmm. they have to fake it uh, that they're still together because they don't want to ruin the trip. So it was it was really great. Um, okay, so I read the synopsis of that and I thought it sounded boring, but you really like it. No, I enjoyed it. I okay. I mean, it was it made me cry like Aww. several times. Uh-huh. Um, it's very like well written as far as like it feels realistic. Um, like I was reading this on my on my um phone. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was like 1 a.m and I, I just like needed to finish it and i was like i could not see the phone because i was crying so much oh <laughs> like i could Aww. not read the page okay um i think you should give it a try okay. it was not boring and the second chance was done really well so okay. that's another one i can't wait for 
any others did you say your three yeah so I have two I'm cheating a little because I haven't actually read these but they're on my e-reader right now Mm -hmm. Um, but I really want to read them Um, one is called The Last Tale of the Flower Bride by Roshani Chukchi this one comes out February 14th and because I haven't read it um, I'm going to just read the synopsis it's for fans (laughs) of uh, Mexican Gothic and The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue it says once upon a time a man who believed in fairy tales married a beautiful mysterious woman named Indigo Maxwell Castaneda He was a scholar of myths. She was an heiress to a fortune. They exchanged gifts and stories and believed they would live happily ever after. And in exchange for her love, Indigo extracted a promise that her bridegroom would never pry into her past. But when Indigo learns that her estranged aunt is dying and the couple is forced to return to her childhood home, the house of dreams, the bridegroom will soon find himself unable to resist. For within the crumbling manor's extravagant rooms and musty halls, there lurks the shadow of another girl, Azure. Indigo's dearest childhood friend who suddenly disappeared. Um, so that seems really cool and right up my alley. Yeah. So very excited about that. And um, when is that coming out? February 14th. So Valentine's Day. Okay. Um, awesome. The next one that I'm really excited about is A Crown of Ivy and Glass by Claire Oh, LeGrand. me too. That was on mine. Oh, you, you haven't read it yet? No, but that that's one I really want to uh, get to because I'm really excited about that one too. Yeah, this is an author that I've read uh, her other fantasy stuff that I really liked. I'll go ahead and read the this as well. Lady Gemma Ashbourne seemingly has it all. She's young, gorgeous, and rich. Her family was anointed by the gods, blessed with incredible abilities. But underneath her glittering facade, Gemma is deeply sad. Years ago, her sister Mara was taken to the Middle Mist to guard against treacherous magic. Her mother abandoned the family. Her father and eldest sister embroiled in a deadly blood feud with the mysterious Basque family often forget Gemma exists. Worst of all, Gemma is the only Ashborn to possess no magic. Instead, her body fights it like poison, constantly ill, aching with loneliness. Gemma craves love and yearns to belong. Then she meets the devastatingly handsome... I don't even know. This is fa- fantasy names are crazy. Oh my god. Alan Dasta. His family <laughs> destroyed themselves, seduced by a demon, and Talon, the only survivor, is determined to redeem their honor, intrigued and enchanted. Gemma proposes a bargain. She'll help Talon navigate high society if he helps her destroy the Basques. So this looks really good. I'm really excited about it. Oh my gosh. I love your dramatic uh, synopsis reading yeah. voice. <laughs> um, okay, the last one. So this is the only one I haven't read. Mm-hmm. Um so this is probably my most anticipated. Uh, it doesn't have a release date yet. I Not that I know of. Um, it's not even available to us in Edelweiss yet, which, again, is the, the app where we can see books coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the new Riley Sager book. Oh, I saw you post about that. Yeah, it's called The Only One Left. Um, Riley Sager is a, a man who writes mystery thrillers. Um, I probably have talked about him before but if not uh he came to our store uh he's, he's lovely, lovely. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> okay uh yeah he's great um really charismatic um just a nice guy and so this is what he said i don't know if you know this he's going on hiatus after this book oh no i didn't hear that it might be his last book we don't <gasps> oh. know um but let me read part of the synopsis because okay. I'm so excited. Okay. It says, at 17, Lenora Hope hung her sister with a rope. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> now reduced to a schoolyard chant, the Hope family murder shocked the Maine coast one night in 1929. While most people assume 17-year-old Lenora was responsible, the police were never able to prove it. Other than her denial after the killing, she has never spoken publicly about that night, nor has she set foot outside Hope's End, the cliffside mansion where the massacre occurred. 
uh, stabbed her father with a knife, took her mother <laughs> mother's happy life. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> it's dark. It's dark. I love dark. I'm sorry. It's now 1983 and home health aide Kit McDear arrives at a decaying hopes end to care for Lenora after her previous nurse fled in the middle of the oh, night. Oh, jeez. In her 70, 70s and confined to a wheelchair, Lenore was rendered mute by a series of strokes, can only communicate by tapping out sentences on an old typewriter. One night, Lenore uses it to make a tantalizing offer. I want to tell you everything. Ooh. As Kit helps Lenore write about the events leading up to the massacre, it becomes clear there's more to the tale than people know. But when new details about her predecessor's departure come to light, Kit starts to suspect Lenore might not be telling the complete truth and that the seemingly harmless woman in her care could be far more dangerous than she first thought. Ooh. I'm so excited for this. Okay, uh, also, let- the cover is phenomenal. Yeah, what were you going to say? Let me know when it comes on Edelweiss and I'll, I'll download it. And I mean, arc. I would like everyone who loves me and who has access to Edelweiss, I'm looking at you, uh, people, uh, to let me know as soon as this comes out on Edelweiss because unfortunately there's not a way that I know of to like watch a book before it's released yeah. on Edelweiss. Please, uh, if you care about me, please let me know i want to read it immediately uh it should be available probably sometime in january or february because usually they make it available like five three to five months Mm -hmm. before more than three usually because three is like the cutoff for nominations but anyways so that is very anticipated Mm. yes yes okay that's mine okay did i have no that was it that's all i had for my arcs for that i'm excited for for 2023 Okay, so do you want to talk about books uh, we want to finish before the year's up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? What is that sigh? So uh, as I mentioned in a previous episode, I um, my my goal was to read 85 books by the end of the year. Aww. And I am uh, I need to read 14 books by the end of the year. Like, I am such a slow reader right now. I don't know what's going on. Honestly. You can I, do that easily. Though. Maybe not easily, I but. Don't, I don't know. Honestly, like, I. I don't want to make this my therapy session, but I'm unemployed at the at the time. <laughs> I knew you were going to mention this. I knew you were going to mention this. So I don't. I just feel bad about sitting and reading. So I don't know. It's making me not read as much. So anyway, I'll just go to therapy and talk about it there. Or whatever, it's fine. Um, so I have to read 14 books. Um, and the we talked about. I think in the first episode, I am trying to read the chronological order of the Bible, reading of the Bible, and mm-hmm. I'm a little bit behind. Um, and I definitely want to make sure I read one more nonfiction book before the end of the year. So I made a list. I'm going to tell you what they are that I, I'm going to pick one of these. Like, okay. you have to hold I want to, I I want to influence them. your decision. Okay. Um, so one is Braiding Sweetgrass. Oh. Okay. Um, and it's about an indigenous author. Um, it's a nonfiction book, obviously. She's a botanist. Uh, Robin Wall Kimmerer has been trained to ask questions of nature with the tools of science. As a member of the citizen Potawatoma Nation, she embraces the notion that plants and animals are our oldest teachers. So basically, she brings her science lens and her background of being Potawatoma Nation to write this book about, about that. So that looks really good. I also want to read Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. It's a memoir. Mm. He's a young lawyer who is fighting against you know a system that's set up against poor people um so that looks really good and i also want to read austin channing brown's book um, i'm still here black dignity in a world for whiteness 
um, basically talking about, it says, let's see, what's the, like, I haven't read it yet. So um, this is Austin's first encounter with a racialized America came at age seven when she discovered her parents named her Austin to deceive future employers into thinking she was a white man. Growing up into majority white schools and churches, Austin writes, I had to learn what it meant to love blackness, a journey that led to a lifetime spent navigating America's racial divide as a writer, speaker, and expert helping organizations practicing genuine inclusion. So that looks really good. What's your recommendation for a nonfiction book? Honestly, I tried to read Braiding Sweetgrass mm-hmm. and it started off kind of slow, so I put it down. So I think you should finish that to redeem me. <laughs> to redeem you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because the topic really interests me, but um, yeah, the thing is, it's a I really just wasn't in the mood to read nonfiction. That's usually what happens when I put a book down like immediately. It's just yeah. like not the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my that's my uh, choice for you. Okay, it's just so thick. Uh, if I if I read that, <laughs> I can guarantee you that I'm not going to read 14 books by the end of the year. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm ahead of my goals, so I can well, give you, you some do. of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm currently at 107 out of 100. Thank yeah, but you, you also don't finish all of your books when you don't finish Okay, them. ma'am. <laughs> First of all, every single of those 107 books I've read. Okay, all right. Miss 85. Right. Yeah. Can't even get to 85. I can't even. I can't even, man. Okay, so come at me again. Excuse you. Excuse me. Um, any others? Do you want to do your whole list or do you want to go back and forth? Um, That's my list. I mean, like I have a lot of – I don't – okay, so I – so wait, wait, wait. You you're like, oh, I'm not gonna meet my Goodreads goal, but you don't have any books. No, that I you do. Really I have a ton. Read. I I do have a like. It's a lot, and I know I'm not gonna read them all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me Thanks. hear your. Let's hear your list. Thanks for leaving us in suspense, Becky. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um. Okay, I actually came prepared and have a list. Um. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't have a big list. Um. Okay. But. Uh, so I want to finish reading books that I currently like have put down um, <laughs> and just don't want them to run into the new year. That is Things I Never Got Over by Lucy Score. I picked this for a seasonal staff pick at our store. Mm-hmm. It's a romance. Um, it's like for fans of Colleen Hoover kind of book. Okay. Um, I read it or I chose it because I wanted to get the Coho fans to that's their abbreviation they call themselves by the way i wanted to get their fans uh points because it's a competition and we don't have anyone who picked any colleen hoover but Uh, this is colleen hoover adjacent so i'm hoping that i get some points for that uh but it's kind of not my favorite but i've already committed to it and it's also 500 (laughs) over 500 pages for a romance novel that's uh, long the, for romance. Yeah, I know. The other one is Icebreaker by Hannah Grace. That's a uh, figure skater hockey romance. It's really cute, but it. I wanted to pick it for the seasonal staff picks, but it's not available. It's an Amazon-only published. <gasps> no. Yeah. So I want to finish that one um, and get that done. I'm about 50% done. Uh Deadly Education by Naomi Novik I want to read because I picked that for my seasonal sapphics and I haven't read it yet. That's a good one. I read that one. It's kind kind of like Harry Potter, but a lot darker. That's what I've heard. And it also seems pretty short. So yeah. I don't I don't think it'll be a problem. Um another one is I'm doing a buddy read with um my friend Amanda. And she and I picked She Who Became the Sun. Oh, that's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I've heard really good things. Um, so that one is, uh, it's just been called basically an adult, um, 
Mulan retelling. Um, so do with that what you will. Uh, it's by Shelley Parker Chan. Um, I've only heard good things. So excited to read that one with her. Other than that, I have a big goal this year and it's to finally finish the song of Achilles. Oh, I need to read that because I read half of it and put it down about eight months ago and it's a shameful, shameful thing. And I love Madeline Miller, uh, Cersei, one of my favorite books of all time. So I want to finally finish reading that. And I have about a month to do all that. So we'll see what happens on top of what I already like just picked up, which is the final girl support group by Grady Hendrix. Um, basically, you know, the final girl trope from horror movies, the last girl remaining after a massacre. Well, they are in a support group. Um, and unfortunately one day one of them turns up dead. And so they think they're being hunted by somebody. Uh, I haven't read much of it, but very good. So that's what I want to finish before the year ends. Cause I came with a list because I'm 107, baby. <laughs> 107. <laughs> Noise. I mean, like, I literally have a stack, a huge stack that I'm like, what do I want to, I'm not good at prior, like, I don't know what to choose next. We should maybe do an episode about how to decide what, how you choose your next book, because a lot of times I'm just like, I don't know, what should I read next? Well, we kind of wanted to talk about, um, like, TBR pile and yes. stuff like that. So well, what do you have you can to say give about me, that? Give me advice. Just, I just want to hear your advice on how you choose your next book. Well, I mean, choosing the next book for me is what I'm in the mood for at that moment. It's literally, I could never do like a, what I want to read this month because I can't plan ahead. Like, honestly, like hand to God, most of the picks I just told you I want to read, I might change my mind tomorrow. Okay. So that's, that's the reason I didn't want to give a list is because like, these are definitely books. I have a bunch of books I want to read, but I don't know if I actually will. So then I didn't want to say them. (laughs) So you're very much a mood reader then. I suppose. Yeah. Because I... I can't work off of a list. It has to be stuff I'm like, but most of the stuff I either need to read because I'm reading it for a purpose or I've already started reading it. So it shouldn't be too bad to stick to, but I put down and pick up books at, at will. And mm-hmm. obviously I'm very successful. I, and you also, all of this is humble bragging. I'm I know so sorry. you're like, I am such a great reader. You're like the grandmas in the store who are talking about their grandkids and how, how good of a reader they are. Yeah. The ones that you hate. Yes. Those ones. Okay, well, I don't hate them. I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So since you're so unsuccessful, <laughs> you're a good reads goal. <laughs> how do you pick your books? Cause it's not obviously not working for you. Um, that's okay. Um, so I, I'm in the middle of a book, a fantasy book. It's called A Dance with the Fae Prince. So I will probably do non-fantasy next. I There's this book that's been sitting on my shelf that I really want to read called The Makeup Test. And it's for fans of anyone who loved like Allie Hazelwood's The Love Hypothesis. And I picked it up because the character on the front, it's a rom-com. The character on the front is plus size. And I yeah. was like, <gasps> so I really want to read that book. That. Um, it's like a rom-com set in a college Um it looks really cute. I also want to read, um, I have an arc. I think the book came out already. Yeah, it came out this month. Actually, let's say, oh, it hasn't come out. It comes out next week. Um, it's called Shipwrecked by Olivia Dade. Oh. And she has a series of books where there are actors and plus size women who have a romance story. So this one, in this one, they're both plus size, which is really exciting to me because you never see books where they're both plus size romance. It's true, um, yeah. But this one, they look really cute. So that's a Did you start that one yet? I haven't, but I want to. Okay, I started that one and I put it down. Did, why did you put it down? Uh, 
it just starts very strange. Okay. It was like kind of hard to follow. I don't know. You'll have to tell me if you, because I really want to read Olivia Dade because I've heard good things. Yeah, I read the first book in her series. I liked it. Like I said, I put pick up and put books down at will. Like if I'm not vibing with it in that moment, in that time, I put yeah. it down. So yeah, I put that one down. Not to say that I won't pick it up some other day. But how often do you actually pick up a book you've already put down? Like give me like an estimate of the percentage. I don't know. I think if I put a book down, maybe 10% of the time I will pick it back up. But that's if I put it down within the first 50 pages. Okay. If I've put more than 50 pages of work into a book, I probably pick it up again maybe 60% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if And that that keeps going up depending on how many pages I've read. Yeah. So like Song of Achilles, I've read half of it. I'm going to pick that book up. I don't know if it's this year, next year, <laughs> the day before I die. Like I'm going to finish it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's kind of if that makes sense. That, yeah. But, you know, it's kind of chaotic how I choose. I don't know. I'm just a chaotic person, I guess. I've been told that my methods are not approved by uh, Becky. By who? by oh. you and people who you know <laughs> i've been told i'm chaotic and i'm okay with that mm-hmm. i'm here well i'd say that like when i was working at the bookstore it was really hard i thought it found it even more difficult because having to um prioritize advanced reader copies and books that i wanted to write blurbs about so that mean that meant i never would read like a sequel to a book because you know it's hard to sell a sequel to a book if no one's read the first you know of a book so i was like just not reading sequels of books when i worked at the bookstore so um which i think you talked about in an episode i mean nice of you to prioritize arcs and i do my best but like i said i'm such a mood reader that if there's not an arc that i'm interested in i will just read something else yeah until i am aware of a book that is an arc that i'm more excited for i really do try and when i started at the store i had this goal that i was going to read one arc a month mm-hmm. and that's pre- sounds pretty easy uh but like life gets in the way like yeah, i just yeah. get so excited about other books and like my taste like changes with the minute so it's like hard for me to prioritize them sometimes when i don't i don't ever want to feel like i'm being forced to read a book because right. then i will literally not be able to finish it that mm-hmm. goes into the required reading that we kind of talked yeah. about in a previous episode i just like it needs to feel feel like i am excited and of my own volition mm-hmm. um but yeah, so that's how I feel about that. I'd like to ask the listeners of our podcast, let us know in the comments on Instagram how you choose your next read. How do you prioritize? Let us know how how your brain works. Yeah, the people who have a list like next month I'm reading yeah. these 10 books. Um, how? Uh, also, <laughs> why? Also, like, tell me how you make that work because as someone I just can't like visualize that for me Mm -hmm. and like I love that for you guys like how organized that's really cool but like how Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. anyways um okay I think it's time to get into our our our, reading challenge our reading challenge for each other okay now who's going first uh, you can go first. Oh, I'm scared. I don't know if I want to go first. Okay, ah! I can go first. Okay. Okay, you go All right, first. All right, so I have I have chosen three books, and I think that they're ones you're going to like. So Are they ones that are on my uh, – did you look on my Goodreads and see if I have marked them as anything? I definitely did not. Okay, so you're unprepared. <laughs> and sounds good. Okay, I can't wait. Okay. Um, the first one is 
um, the Sonali Dev series. So you can either read Pride and Prejudice and Other Flavors or the sequel, which is Recipe for Persuasion. I'm so unsurprised by this I know. Fact. I know you knew okay. that I was going to choose that. So yeah. you can choose. So the first one, and um, the thing about this series and a lot of like rom-coms, if they're a series, is you don't necessarily have to have read the book before. You just need to know that they got together, <laughs> you know. So you can either read. So it depends on um, which one you like better. So um, uh, I'm looking them up now. Recipe for Persuasion is a struggling chef goes on a reality show to help save her restaurant. And her ex is a super hot soccer star. He is her celebrity cooking partner. Or you can do okay. Pride and Prejudice and Other Flavors, which is the neurosurgeon and a poor chef who hate each other. Um, that's like your Pride and Prejudice one. So um, you can choose okay. one of those. Or... You can. I don't or, remember. I don't remember what Red Rising book you didn't. Finish. Oh no! Or my my third <laughs> one, um, and I think you'd like this one. It's called Disappearing Act. It was my staff pick for a while by Catherine Stedman. Oh, Catherine Stedman. Yes, yeah. it's about a British actor who is trying to get over a breakup. Wait, wait, pause, pause. Why did you start talking about Red Rising? Because that's my second. You can either choose that or so I'm saying so for my first. Pick, okay, so it's Sonali Dev. Yeah, right. either read one Morning of those. Morning Star. Yep, Morning Star or Disappearing Act. Oh, okay, okay. So, which wow. is a thriller. So let me go back. It's about a British actor getting over a breakup who comes to LA to audition for some TV shows. And then during one audition, she meets a woman named Emily and she asks her to hold her keys. That woman disappears. And after going to great lengths to connect with her, the woman who comes to pick up the keys is not the same woman. Did this woman really exist? Who is Emily? Where did she go? So I think you might enjoy that one. Okay. So let, let's recap. Yes. Okay. The first book um, I probably would have never read if you hadn't told me that you uh-huh. wanted me to read it, even yeah. though I know it's your favorite. And you would, I think you would like it. Okay. Well, hold on. Because okay. we're going to choose which one we're reading right, in this exactly. episode. So you'll, you'll ultimately choose which um, The books. second option is to finish a book that I've put down. Yes. Um, which would require me to start it over. <laughs> but it would because I put it down so long ago I don't remember. Okay. Um, but I would finally finish a series. Mm-hmm. And the third option is to read a book that after you told me about it, I added it to my want to read. Oh, okay. Because it sounded Great. interesting. Yeah. I think you'd like it. Okay. And so I think my pick is gonna su- is gonna surprise you. Okay. What are you gonna pick? <laughs> I'm gonna pick the second book uh, in the Sonali Dev series. Okay, I had a feeling. Really? Yeah. You thought I would read that one? Yeah. Just because I think it's going to be fun. Um, yeah. The I definitely want to read The Disappearing Act by Catherine Sedman another mm-hmm. time. Okay. But yeah, I think I'm going to read Recipe for Persuasion. <gasps> I'm so excited. Yay. I'm okay. Now, now this is pressure for me because if you don't like my picks, like I'm screwed. Okay. Okay, so Becky, can we talk about the miscommunication we had because you... <laughs> <laughs> because i i'm scared now <laughs> what are you scared about basically when i was picking the books i was like oh i want to make sure that this it isn't one that you've already read or no i wanted to make sure that it was a book that you would like but one that i haven't necessarily read and becky said well why would you do that <laughs> i think it has to be one you like so because of that uh, my f- my first pick that i picked um I have not read, but I thought you would love. Okay. Which one is it? The first one is The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches. Oh, yeah. I do want to read that. And I knew that. And I was like, well, Becky loves books like that. She will love it. Um, so The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches. I did not write down who the author was. I'm so okay. sorry. Um, 
but that one is a newer release. Nice. Um, I've heard it's really cute, cozy, found family elements. Um, very nice. Um, my second one I picked because I know you like Red Rising, which is weird mm-hmm. that we both went kind of in that similar direction. Yeah. But this would put you outside of your comfort zone a little bit. Okay. Um, it's called Scythe by Neil Schusterman. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that it, it's kind of a dark dystopia like Red Rising. It's a series. Um, I haven't finished the series, but I have read this book and I did like it. Um, it's basically a book. Um, the book takes place in a world where there's no hunger, disease, um, humanity has like gotten past all of that but because of that people are living longer and they have like don't die naturally so the people these people are called the scythes and they are the only ones that can end life and it's like population control that's mandated by the government okay so that is a ya it's dystopian it's a fantasy um but that is one of my favorite uh dystopian books okay so that's the second one okay the third one is a little bit outside, not outside your comfort zone because I know you read sci-fi, mm-hmm. but um, it's one of my favorite sci-fi authors that I know because I looked. You haven't read any of his books, mm-hmm. and that's Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. Okay, yeah. And I know that you won't pick this one, but I loved this book so much, and it's it meets that criteria of like – Yours for you, that's like recipe for persuasion. For me, that would be like Project Hail Mary because I love it. And if you don't choose it now, I want you to read an Anthony Weir at minimum sometime next year because I'm requiring it. Okay. What is Project Hail Mary about? Project Hail Mary is about a man who wakes up and he's in a spaceship and he has no memory of how he got there. He has complete memory loss. And uh, he looks around and the people that came with him are dead in their like cryo chambers. And so there's some kind of malfunction. So he's the only one left in the ship. And as the book goes on, he slowly remembers why he's there and what his mission is. And his mission is to save the planet. And it's a very... No, okay. it's a very real real possibility that he um, won't be successful. And the where the place that it goes and the secrets that are revealed throughout this book are so compelling and the direction it goes is so interesting um, that I can't say any more. Uh, you'll just have to read it one day. So, all right. So those are my three picks. Ah, okay. Um. I think I'm going to read Project Hail Mary. Oh my God, really? Yeah, I think I'll do it. Really? Yeah. Are you just saying that to make me no, no, happy? No, no, I, I think I'm going to read it because I, I haven't read sci-fi in a while. Oh my gosh. So, okay, I need to know. Did I do a good job though? <laughs> do you want like, some validation from me? Yes, I do. Because yeah, the first one I knew you would have read if I picked it or not. Yeah, yeah. And if it wasn't on your radar, I was putting it on your radar. Mm-hmm. Scythe, I really do think you would enjoy because you I think like I Red Rising. But Project Hail Mary was the one that I was like a little bit out of your comfort zone. No, I'll, I'll definitely read it. I haven't read sci-fi, so I think I Oh think my gosh. That. Okay, so I'm reading Recipe for Persuasion yeah. and you're reading Project Hail Mary. Yeah. I am so excited. Yeah, so we'll have to we'll have a an episode where we talk about each other's picks. So, oh my gosh, I can't wait yeah. for you to trash my favorite book of the I'm last gonna, year. I'm probably not going to trash it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just excited now. Okay, well, yeah, I think that ends our TBR anticipated books coming out, and you know our book challenge for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah, and as always, don't forget that every book we mentioned is going to be in the show notes. So take a look down there if. You can't understand Rachel's accent. So, yeah. Excuse me? (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, we're going to fight now. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Your Bookstore Besties. Please like, share, and subscribe so more people can listen. Have a beautifully bookish day.